Hello friends and thank you for tuning in. This is Michelle. I am so happy to be in your ears again with some 2019 reflections on leadership, life, literature, love, all the things. Um, but mainly just to give you some updates. So I hope you enjoy. Hello friends, it's Michelle here with my 2019 reflections. <laughs> so in February of 2019, I launched this podcast, a project I'd been working on for years as an idea. And then at the end of 2018, started actually doing it with the help of my dear friend, Laura. After releasing the episodes, I didn't sustain it the way I originally intended to. I still actually have three interviews to edit and release. But before I actually get to that, which hopefully I will, I wanted to share some news and reflections from 2019. I can honestly barely remember January. Right before Christmas 2018, my mom was diagnosed with uterine cancer. It was completely shocking, and I spent so many nights crying myself to sleep. Waiting for her surgery on January 22nd was torture. But luckily, she survived. The doctors and medical staff did incredibly well, and after a six-week course of radiation, she is so far producing clear scans. It's a true blessing. But nothing makes you face the mortality and fragility of life like your parents being ill. So when my dad needed to go in for a biopsy of his prostate, my sisters and I held our breath. One of the 12 sections had cancerous cells. For months, I denied and later learned that my dad had denied too, that this meant he had cancer. Monitoring blood levels and medication was his prognosis. So far, so good. <laughs> During all of this, I was frantically working on the curriculum for the Advanced Leadership Workshop Launch Leadership. I had two interviews for the library in one position at the Omaha Public Library, which definitely required a bit of prep work for. I didn't get any of those positions, um, but I did start on my favorite committee uh, at work, and that's the Well-Read Collective, a group whose intention is to talk about books and help others connect with the literary resources we have. I believe the interviews triggered my transfer out of collection processing, the behind-the-scenes work at the library, into public service and youth services at the Millard Branch. A true blessing <laughs> to my career, for sure. I love working at Millard. In the first week of interacting with patrons again, I was immediately reminded why this is the career I chose. I interviewed at the beginning of June, again, for a position of Librarian 1, and was again not selected. While disappointed, I embraced all the cool shit I got to do in new services at the Miller Branch, from story times, which put me exactly in my element, um, and providing book suggestions to elementary kids. It was just so much fun, and the challenging work that I wanted. The year, the majority of the first half of the year was filled with random dates, which I had found from Bumble, 
uh, bullet journaling, time with family. I especially enjoyed watching my nieces and nephew grow and Joe, Josephine especially learning how to talk. I spent time with friends. I shared my stories at the OPL Story Slams, making new friends, which is a tricky thing to navigate in adulthood. Um, I got my weekly allergy shots, um, caught up on the Marvel Universe movies to prepare for Avengers Endgame, which was a movie that did not disappoint, luckily. Uh, volunteered for launch services and planned and executed two great ALWs with my partner, Hannah. It was, there's been quite a bit. <laughs> um, I also said goodbye to two best friends that moved away. To Laura and Ashley, if you're listening, Omaha's not the same without you. And then I also said goodbye to a dear, dear friend and colleague. April Underwood passed suddenly at the end of July from a heart attack. It was, is, devastating and shocking. I am so grateful for my Millard family and other friends and family for helping me get through that grief that still arises every once in a while. In August, I was also working on my other launch duty, recruitment, overseeing the selection process of our new volunteers. Another very cut, <clears throat> excuse me, another very time-consuming job, but one I loved since it involved people and data coordination. We hosted open houses that month, and after the one in Lincoln, a wonderful event with so many amazing potential candidates, I met my boyfriend back at my apartment. Daly and I started dating in April of 2019. We worked together, got along very well, and I thought he was cute, and a colleague said she thought she saw a spark, so I decided to ask him out. We had an amazing first date, the kind you just... Like when you're with somebody and you can just relax and you're talking and you're laughing and you're riffing together, the date lasted nine hours and it did not involve kissing or sex, just conversation. I felt a good con excuse me, I felt a good connection and a couple days later we did kiss and it was great and it all felt so good. Um, it just felt too good to be true in a way. I met his friends and liked them, he met mine and liked them, and the relationship just went on. Um, but then, on August 20th, our relationship changed. Um, this was after the recruitment event. Uh, we had sex, and as we parted, he realized that the condom had broke. I was mildly shocked and kind of laughed because I couldn't believe that that actually happened. So many years of safe sex, and apparently condoms actually can break. Who knew? <laughs> um, Daily freaked out a bit. Uh, we cleaned up, and then we awkwardly started the inevitable conversation. He stated he did not want kids. I froze. I think almost immediately I was crying. I was crying without even knowing I was crying, basically. Uh, the man, I was potentially falling in love with, didn't want the same future I did. We talked about why, and we cried together, and eventually gave it up and went to sleep that night. I was practically a zombie the next day at work. I went to my parents' house after and talked things over with my mom, and on my way home, I stopped at Walgreens and bought the Plan B pill. At home, I sat on my living room floor, 
opened the box, read the instructions, and debated if I should take it. Did I want to get pregnant? But by this guy that doesn't want a child? I took the pill as directed. Daly and I officially broke up that Friday. He did not take our relationship seriously, or at least was refusing to see its potential. And the biggest thing, I wanted kids. He didn't. I threw myself into work, time with friends, and launch recruitment. By mid-September, however, I started to realize I hadn't gotten my period and wasn't having any of my typical symptoms either. Shit. (laughs) Saturday the 14th, I had launch group interviews all day in Omaha and went to dinner with my family after, pretending everything was fine. On my way home, I stopped at Walgreens again and bought a home pregnancy test. A pack of three. I peed on the first one, fucking inconclusive. Um, so I decided I would take it and sleep on it and take another in the morning. The waiting people do in movies is total bullshit because that second motherfucker showed two pink lines immediately. I was stunned. I laughed. I cursed. I cried. But I also had to get ready. I was going to Kearney for another day of launch interviews. So um, on that drive, uh, more manic laughing, crying, and cursing. Um, I knew I had the next day off work, so I would deal with everything then. On Monday, the 16th, I go to the doctor at my primary care office, the Think Whole Care Center. Uh, The doctor comes in and is like, I hear we've got some exciting news. (laughs) I still, like, want to know what my face looked like. Um, Because luckily he noticed (laughs) whatever my face was doing and changed his tone. But he still went on about prenatal vitamins and getting my body healthy. And I I just had to stop him and explain my situation. I just need to know for sure, I said. Like, I really couldn't think about any of this future stuff without guaranteeing that, like, I... There's something inside of me that... (laughs) You know, so he did like the vital thing, listening to my breathe and all that kind of stuff. Uh, And while talking, he also then very thoughtfully reminded me that I do have options and that I have the right to make a choice. And my goodness, I almost cried again because it was so reassuring as somebody that believes in those choices and those right to make choice. hearing it from a medical professional was very reassuring. So he orders the blood work. Um, I do that. And then I wait and read a book and they call me back 45 minutes later. Well, it was positive. You're pregnant. (laughs) Again with a manic laughing and crying because what the fuck? (laughs) How? How? In the meantime, I had been reading about pregnancy. And my God, do you know the small, tiny little window that it takes to get pregnant? And all of a sudden, th- that was my window. And I'm, I'm, there's actually <laughs> a baby inside me. <laughs> uh, he says something about prenatal vitamins again and asks about my support system. I assure him I have people. I know my family will be there for me. I just have no idea how I'll tell them. So I leave the office And the tears turned to sobbing. 
honestly, what the fuck? (laughs) I get to my car and consider who to call, what to do, where to go. I decide to call my sister Amber. Despite all of our fights and everything else, she's still my person. For the first time, I say out loud, I'm pregnant. (laughs) Still weird to say sometimes. I still can hear her saying, wow, like a dozen times on the other end. We have one of those beautiful heart-to-hearts that I wish I could remember each and every word that was said. But I know she helped me understand what was going on and really helped me again consider my options and she helped me realize that as a 32 year old woman with a good job an awesome family and that I kind of actually want to do this and that I could do this so I drive to Walgreens a third time in a month and buy a bottle of prenatal vitamins that Thursday um I had invited Daly over to talk um and told him I'm going to keep those details private. Um, but basically he had reiterated that he does not want kids. I had dinner with April and Tom and Josephine on Saturday night. April cried and hugged me. She told me I was going to be an amazing mom. She passed on her books to me and Tom went and bought dessert to celebrate. Telling my folks was it's something that you honestly prepare for (laughs) you know I mean not having been able to tell them too much other exciting news sometimes in my life this was a big one and I you really think about how you're going to make it special for them and for you uh so uh my mom had me for our not so secret secret santa christmas exchange Um, so I made her a wish list full of baby stuff. Amber and Taryn FaceTimed in and casually brought up Christmas and I handed mom my list. She started laughing. Uh, my dad asked what? And she handed him the list. Dad did not laugh, but asked, what does this mean? And mom answered, well, I think it means she's pregnant. I barely gasped out gasped out uh yeah (laughs) um there were hugs there were tears there was confusion um yeah uh telling my parents though finally felt like I could breathe and actually fully process everything which included feeling the joy I hadn't allowed myself to feel happy about this yet and sharing it with them Seeing that this is a good thing, it was it was very comforting. So then I started the journey of telling close friends, having doctor's appointments that my mom is so wonderfully going to me, going with me to, um, and then tracking everything in my bullet journal and on my secret Instagram account. Um, I also went to Philadelphia to see Laura and Stephen. It was an exceptionally fun trip, and what a cool city, and it was so, so good to see my friends again. While there, I got a call from Amber and Taryn, and guess what? Amber is pregnant too. 
I knew they tried literally the weekend I found out I was pregnant and I prayed it, it, um, go well for them too. It's wild to think that we are going through this together. Uh, at the end of October, Daly officially told me he does not want to be involved. And then all of a sudden the first trimester was over and then I got another shocking call. I finally got promoted to librarian one. <laughs> I officially accepted the position uh, and started in the new role in De- on December 2nd. I was, I am so fucking happy and shocked and grateful. It, it still just feels so unreal that if I really reflect on where my career has gone in 2009, so 10 years ago, I dropped out of college. I always knew I'd go back because I knew education was important to me, but I was struggling and didn't know, I had no focus on what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. But, you know, barely like nine months later, I have another conversation with my mom and just realized, you know, what do I want to do? And when you combine things that I love from people and literature and technology, you get a library. And so I started those classes and... 10 years later, I'm a librarian and it's just really, really fucking cool (laughs) to think about. Um, back at work, uh, at the Miller library, I wrapped up my tasks and projects and said some really, really hard goodbyes. I'm just so glad I'm still in the same system so I can stay in contact with all my friends there. And so I started the Willa Cather branch, which is very different from the Millard flow, but it's still a really good fit. And now here we are, it's the end of the year. And I am so overwhelmed by the love and generosity of my friends and family. There are some very low lows and some frightening times in 2019. But I am ending this year filled with hope and happiness. And so to anyone that actually listened to all of this, I'm so grateful for you. I love you. And I hope you have a hopeful and happy-filled 2020. Bye. Thank you so much to my guest, and thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed and learned something new. This episode of Michelle with Three L's was recorded in the Whisper Room, located at the University of Nebraska, Omaha. Music by Kevin McLeod. And special thanks to Drew for all his help in connecting our audio system equipment. And my sincerest gratitude to Laura for being the best producer and friend this entrepreneur podcaster could ask for. And remember, go love, lead, and read, my friends.